Hey guys, welcome to the Save Continue podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video games related stuff. I'm Shanae Howard. This here is Tommy Shelby. Hello. And Ryan the Rat Robinson. Hi there, how's it going? Alright, uh, so it's been a while since we've gotten together. What have you guys been up to? It's been one week since we've gotten together. We'll Has it? I feel like it's been longer than that, no? No, uh, according to... Uh, According to our oh, episodes, right, how right, we right. talk about sure, it, sure, it's sure, been one sure, week. sure, 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 <laughs> sure, okay. sure. One week is too hear long. Hear that crack? Yeah, hear that clap? Hear that snap? Yeah, I hear it. Um, I've been playing a lot of games. First, let's, let me start off by saying my laptop's dead. Uh, don't get me wrong, I think I can get it fixed. I just have not been able to yet. Sure. Uh, but as such, I went to... Uh, next in line my playstation 4 and every time i feel like every time i got my playstation 4 i look and i see odin sphere and i see shadow of the colossus and i see near automata and that's all i want to fucking play those are called perfect video games they're not but that's all i want to play on there it really is and uh nothing new looks exciting to me except for stuff that i'd rather be playing on my pc yeah uh so turn that off and i've been playing a fuck ton of switch games which a lot of games that are available elsewhere. Sure. Um, I saw you playing Captain Commando when I arrived. Yeah. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of Baba Is You. Yeah. Uh, I've been excited to talk about that. Yeah. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and get into that because I've been hearing a lot about that game. Which I'm glad because I've been excited for this game for a while and I've heard I heard nobody talk about it. Then it comes out, it's selling extremely well. Yeah. And I'm hearing more and more people talk about it. I have no idea what you're talking about. So, so Baba is you is a top down, uh, bl- like block old school block pushing puzzle game, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but the main hook of it is that you can change what the rules are, and the rules are presented in it, it's like they're like physically manifested in the world. So it'll say Baba is you, and Baba is like the main little character thing, right? He's a little sheep boy. And it'll say flag is win and rock is push and lava is defeat, right? So those are the rules, right? If you can get Baba on top of the flag, because flag is win and you are Baba, you will win that level, right? But there's all sorts of weird puzzles in which you are changing the rules. So you might change it to rock is you and then you are then controlling the rock. Or in later levels, there will be all is you and you are controlling literally everything at once, simultaneously. Uh, I want to see that. You might need to change the win condition. So whereas it's typically flag is win, maybe you'll make lava win or rock win or whatever else, you know, things like that. Um, The first lava level you come across, it says like lava is melt. So if you touch the lava, you die, right? But... You can change it to say lava is push, so you can just push the lava and then reach the goal. Um, it's extremely good. It's extremely hard, <laughs> but I love it. Uh, so I've been playing a lot of that. I highly su- suggest it. It's on Switch and Steam, and I think that's it. Um, I've also been playing Night in the Woods, which is a game that everybody seemed to love when it came out, and I never played it uh until now and it's very very good uh i don't really know what genre to call it though 
It's like, there's platforming, but that's not the main hook of the game. It's not a platformer. There's music rhythm, but that's just a small little thing you do in the game. It's not a point and click, you know, but like it kind of has an adventure game feel to it. But it's very good. Uh, it's very well written. It will make you feel all sorts of things. And I like that it's like broken up into days. So I've been playing one day each day. And how long is a day? Uh, it varies. It depends on how much you want to do, how many people you want to talk to in town. So you decide when the day is over? You Yeah, the day is over when you go to bed. Okay. Um, so you play as May and she's like, she dropped out of college and she's coming home. Right. You know, and like you're... You're uh, reuniting with old friends and family and things of that nature, and it, it kind of goes from there. But it, it's so funny, and it like it makes you feel so many things, you know, happy and sad and all that. But it does it so well; it's written so so well. And Shanae, you have access to my Switch account. You need to play all of these games that I've been buying on there. Um, they're fantastic. No, I'm super down for that. Yeah. And it's like such a chill game. Like that's my bedtime game, you know, like when I'm in bed before I'm about to fall asleep, play through a day of that. It's fantastic. Uh, so from what I understand, like the main character of that game, like she, like she's a college student. Yeah. Right. And like she just. College dropout. Yeah. She just dropped out. She, she went back home and she's kind of uh, hanging out with all her old friends and, and revisiting her old haunts and, uh, and isn't like if, uh, from what I'm hearing about the games, I haven't played it, but I hear it's a lot about her interpersonal relationships with like the people that she knows and like how things have changed between them. Yeah, definitely. And it's, a, it's like, I guess the best way to describe it is like, it's about becoming an adult. Right. You know, uh, I wish I could, I don't, I don't, it's funny cause I don't remember that transition at all. Yeah. Um, but I feel like, like if you've been in that position, like for me, it was extremely relatable cause I, I was a college dropout, you know? Right. Um, Same. So yeah. Uh, and I went away for school and I came back and all that, you know, like it's, but it's very, very good. Cool. Yeah. Uh, what have you been playing, Ryan? Uh, okay. So I don't know what spurred this on. Um, like most, like most people who own a PlayStation, I enjoy getting trophies when they pop up, but I've never... I've never really felt myself, you know, aside from the ones that I uh, that I have earned, I never really felt the compulsion to um, seek out a platinum trophy. Like it just, I play a game until I'm done with it. Well, there's been a few times where I've heard you say that you're gonna get this platinum. Yeah, and then like I just fall off of it. Yeah, because I'm I'm very much of the mindset of like once a game starts to feel like work, I kind of check out of it. Um, and usually that's what it, that's really what it you know, devolves into most time when I pursue a platinum just because, you know, it becomes a grind, right? Yeah, it just depends on how much you like that grind. Right. Yeah. And so, like, once I decide that, like, I'm not into it, then I just turn the game off and I've just become okay with not, you know, getting the platinum for that game. Um, but I've said before that my uh, my favorite game of last year is Monster Hunter World. And uh, I think it was maybe a couple of weeks ago a little bit a little bit further back than that that I decided that I was going to go for the platinum in that game. Okay. Um and I've been making some pretty good progress. Um you know, at like maybe every few days like I'd get another trophy. And a lot of the trophies are like do this many things or kill this many monsters, uh, kill this many many of this type of monster or whatever. 
or collect this many materials or whatever, right? Right. Uh, one of the one, uh, three of the trophies uh, involve finding and capturing three specific kinds of. Okay, so let me back up. So in the in the game, what you can do is, uh, I don't know how familiar you guys are with this game, but you have a uh, uh, a wrist mounted slingshot kind of thing, and uh, one of the things that you can put on it is a net which you can use to capture like what the game calls endemic life. So you can capture like bugs or different birds or whatever. You're like Cyrax. Yeah. You're, you turn into Cyrax. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you, these things that you capture, you can, uh, you can use to like decorate your room back at your base. And like, you can have these little like animals like on display in your base. And like the only person who can see it is you. So I, I, I guess it's just uh, for your own benefit. But so three of the trophies are, for capturing three specific uh, animals, yeah, uh, but it doesn't tell you what these animals are. Like the trophy will say, uh, capture a fluffy, snuggly creature or capture a spiny, bristly creature. You don't know what it's talking about. Does it give you any more information than that? Is it like is there like a riddle to it? No, or? no, it doesn't okay. give you any more information than that. So naturally, I uh, uh, I went to the internet. Yeah, uh, obviously, because like I just you don't have time for that. I just I'm not gonna like suss out what they're talking about. And I think that if I hadn't gone to the internet, I would have never figured it out. Well, I mean, there's not that many creatures. You could pretty easily kill well, one of everything. Well, no, you're, again, you're not killing them. Like there's these, these, there's nuts. You have these monsters, right? You have the monsters that you do kill and fight, but you have other animals within the level, right? Like, like you have like these little, like there are birds or lizards or whatever. So there's probably even fewer of those then. There's a lot of them. Uh, and the ones that they, it's the, called world. Uh, you do. I mean, it has fewer uh, character models in general than most previous Monster Hunter games. Uh, when we're talking about like the large monsters, then yeah. But like this game has more of like the ambient life than the other games have. Had. Sure, sure. Uh, and that's and this. That's what these trophies are geared toward: is capturing those things. Um, so anyway, the the ones that the ones that they want you to capture. Uh, to get these trophies are like they're very out of the way and not only that but in order to get them to show up um, they show up under very specific conditions and after you've done specific things and then they only sh and some of them only show up on different at specific times of day so there's a bunch of hoops that you have to go through to get them so anyway I captured all of those um, now I'm working on this one where it's um, <clears throat> You get different. You get different. What is called crowns for killing or capturing uh, large monsters who are of a specific size. So you get. So if you have, uh, let's say, I'm going after a one of uh, a Rathalos, which is one of the flying kind of dragon uh, monsters. Yeah. So I'll get. I a killed him in Smash Brothers. Right. Uh, so you know. So you're familiar with him. Uh, so he's get, no match for Luigi. Sure. <laughs> Uh, but, um, so you have a record largest Rathalos and then you have your record smallest Rathalos and you get a crown for each of those. Uh, but you only get a crown if it's abnormally large or if it's abnormally small. Okay. And that it's, it's all, it's, it's all RNG. So you don't really know like when that's going to happen. Uh, so you have to do that. You have to get these, those crowns for most of the monsters. Uh, and Getting it for getting both for just one takes forever. Like yeah. I, it took me all day. I was I was at it all day for one of them. Are you using a trophy guide at all? Uh, I had to only for those 
uh, capturing those three okay. animals that I mentioned. But the other stuff is like it's pretty straightforward uh, because I have to do I have to get two more trophies related to those those crowns. And then I just have another one to do that's just related to like it says do fifty arena quests, and I've done twenty five. So how close are you to a platinum? Um, I'm three trophies away. Okay, so it's probably gonna happen. It's probably gonna happen unless like unless it comes to the past that I get tired of trying to like get all these crowns that I was talking about. But you know, like it's funny that this is the game that you choose to go after because I feel like Monster Hunter inherently is very grindy. Yeah. You know? Um <clears throat> so like I could see why this game like why it would be okay for you to do this game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um and it's funny because a lot of the time the grind is associated with uh trying to gather materials for a specific piece of equipment. Uh so I and and I usually have a really good barometer for how close I am to that. Yeah. It's it's a lot of it's rather objective and it's less it's less random. Sure. Uh so it's easier to kind of gauge my progress toward that. Uh but I think that eventually because I'm I've I have now invested so much time in doing this that I would be really irritated with myself if I gave up at this point. Do they add trophies with updates? Uh no they don't. Okay. Um so later this year uh well September um they're going to add the uh the Iceborne uh expansion. Yeah. Um I imagine that will come with trophies. Um but I don't think that it's going to uh I think those are going to be like separate trophies right they won't they the updates never affect the platinum yeah but they affect your trophy percentage yeah well uh because the some get like i remember you were telling me about how uh how firewatch like they they updated the game right and then like it that affected your trophy percentage right um but it didn't affect like if you had already 100%ed it that main chunk of the game would still say 100% when you click into it on the trophy list right uh much like I don't know. Uh, what's a good example? Like Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. I've got the platinum in Spider-Man, but I'm not at 100 percent because they've added three pieces of DLC afterwards. Right. Yeah. Um, I've also I also got um, Mutant Year Zero. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, XCOM. Yeah, I got that in actually uh, uh, a monthly humble bundle. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, so um, so if I haven't I've played maybe about an hour of it so far, but uh. That game is that game is uh it's neat. Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, so like 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 you were saying it like the combat itself is is very XCOM like uh but you actually traverse. Right. Which like, you don't in most of these games. Yeah, because with XCOM like you do the, you do the battle, yeah. then you go back to base and then you do another you. battle, yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, whereas like the battles happen in real time in the world. I and love so, that about and this. And so so like you're walking around and like the your the characters are like talking to each other yeah. and uh um, it's cool because like they seem like they've been so I'm at the start of the game and the two guys that I have are this pig fella with uh he's got like he's a like big burly dude with a with a shotgun. Yeah. And then I have this I have this duck guy. Yes. And he has a he has a crossbow. I uh, love I love the character designs in the game because like, you know, I'm super picky about anthropomorphic animals. Right. Right. Very picky about them. <laughs> yeah. Usually I did not hate them. Yeah, I love the Ninja Turtles growing up. I love Bucky O'Hare growing up. Yeah. But like, like Dustin Elysian Tale. I know it's a great game, but I can't look at that thing. Yeah, you know, 
What? Like, does it just make you uncomfortable? Or? It's, yeah, it's just weird looking. But, it's, like, the character models in this are so cool, man. And, like, the duck, it, like, it reminds me of Deadeye Duck, you yeah. know? Like, I love that stuff. So, here's the thing is, and I, and I agree with Tom on this, is that, like, when you're talking about anthropomorphic animals, it's all about the proportions. Yeah, for uh, sure. Uh, there's, I don't remember what game we saw. Like, there was some game on Steam or PSN that we saw. It was, like, some kind of cat person but like their their proportions were like they were just it was like human proportions yeah with a cat head and that's just weird yeah yeah um but no the character oh i love that like where it's like a human body and just a cat face yeah well yeah i'm not surprised yeah that, that's <laughs> that is not, that is probably the least surprising <laughs> today. um but the game it's uh the the actual combat is really neat like they're like once you see you know, you'll you might see enemies or whatever, and the before if they haven't noticed you, then you actually have the option to like ambush them, and you get bonuses to whatever damage you do to them as a result of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and but you know the 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 actual combat loop is very like very like close to to uh, XCOM. Yeah, like you like you have you're taking cover, which to me that's a good thing. Yeah, you're you're taking cover. Um, you are uh, you, you're expending action points for different actions. You know, uh, you know, you're uh, you can put your guy in, into Overwatch so that you know if somebody's running past them, then you can you can you can take a shot at them. But the you know the actual loop of it is like really neat, and I'd like to. I'm excited to spend more time with it. Is there character specific movement limits? Um, as, and so far as I can tell, no, no. Um, but I mean, again, it might have just I might not have just picked up on that just yet. Um, and after, and beyond that, I actually picked up, uh, I reinstalled Warframe. Oh. And, um, it's fine. People really like Warframe. Like, as far as a free-to-play game, they seem to be the company that's doing it right. Yeah, I... It's just not for me. I, um, I think this is probably my third attempt at Warframe. Yeah. Uh, the first of which was, of course, when the PS4 launched, um... And at the time, I was like, like at the time, I was like, what, what is this? <laughs> and it's a very different game than it was then. Yeah, you and know, it is. And uh, actually, it seems. Um, I think when I, I think uh, I'm 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 underserving it when I say that it's fine. It actually, um, I'm actually enjoying what I'm doing in the game now. And it, uh, I'd like I'm from what I could tell of the systems that it's got going on at this point. It seems like it's a bit more. Uh, it seems more transparent than it was before because a lot of that shit seemed like opaque and like kind of hard to suss out. Uh, the story seem, still doesn't make any sense to me, but I, I, what are you doing there with your microphone today? Uh, I don't know. Just trying to get in like a better position. So I'm not like hunched over to like talk into it. You've never had a problem with being hunched over before. Yeah. My hunch has been hurting. Yeah. yeah. I, it's starting to get more and more pronounced. So I'm trying yeah. not to like hunch as much. All right. Well, if your sound is messed up, it's on you. Yeah. It's oh, on you. All right. Okay. Sorry. No, you I'm do sorry. what you want. Yeah, do what you want. You're the host. You man. do you. Yeah. I'll mute you. Sure. I mean, Shanae, do you do play? Video, are you playing video <laughs> games right now? <laughs> yeah, actually, I'm still trying to platinum Kingdom Hearts three. Mm-hmm. Uh, haven't finished that yet. Mm-hmm. Corey's I, been going through those Kingdom Hearts platinums. Yeah, good. Good on him. Good on him. I though have have been using a bit of a guide because one of the it's like collecting one type of. Mat- one of every type of material, but I don't, I don't have like a list of things that I'm missing. So I don't know what I'm missing. So, uh, I've been having to like kind of figure that out on my own. And like, so I've been using a guide for that to like, where do I need to go? Cause I'm just, I'm, 
All the trophy hunters use guides, man. All of them do. Yeah, just because, like, I mean, other stuff, like, it's, like, I haven't really used much. I'm, like, I can read it, like, some I mean, you played the game without a guide. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I did did a blind playthrough, and then uh, I'm going back with a guide on some of the stuff on crowd mode. Just because it's... Proud. 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 Uh, And then just so I can... Because it's easier to like. Real quick, should I do? You, do you understand that reference? No. Okay. Uh, I just like saying things funny. I showed my children Tom Green this week. Yeah. They liked it. Slutmobile. <laughs> and then, um, <laughs> because I've been kind of getting burnt out on like trying to get this platinum, yeah. I've uh, still been playing like some Atomi games on my phone, and then I've also been playing this like. Reigns game, but it's like the Game of Thrones version of it. Oh, cool. Reigns is cool. Yeah, Reigns is cool. I've got two of them on Steam. Yeah, so I've been playing the Game of Thrones one, and uh, it's been like really, really fun. I've, uh, I mean, you know, this like the new season's coming out. I'm pretty excited about it, and this has been like really nice. Filler season. The final season. Filler. Yeah. It's all filler because they don't know what's happening in the books. Well, they know the end. They know the end game, and they know yeah. like major plot points of like certain things are going to happen. Yeah. They don't know what if happened. that guy? What if George Railroad Martin changes his mind? <laughs> uh, I, I then he changes his mind. Yeah. Then that show is just fucked. Well, I mean, it's just own entity at this point. Okay. I don't know. I don't think they're worried about the show being fucked. It's just the last season. Yeah. yeah. I I don't know. Like, people are watching it. Of course they are. Sure. It's not what? TV, it's HBO. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, uh, you want to watch Spawn? <laughs> you remember Spawn? You go to HBO. Yeah. Uh, that show had a live action intro by Todd McFarlane every week. Uh, and he would talk to you about Spawn. It's kind of like the, the old Iron Man cartoon. I don't think I remember that. Stan Lee would start off everything. Yeah. 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 Um, so that's really about it. Reigns is cool. Is there a win condition for that game? Because I, I like, do, or do you just keep going until you lose? Because I've, I don't know that I've never won. Yeah, I always assumed you just got as far as you could, but I don't know that for a fact. Um, so with uh the Game of Thrones one, uh, there is like there is like achievements that they want you to hit. Real, like, you real want- quick, should I explain to people what Reigns is if they haven't? So just in case they don't know, uh, I haven't played any other Reigns games, but like I, I it's rec- Tinder. But I recognize that, like, it's, it's all, like, when I downloaded it, I was like, oh, this has to be a series with other, like, franchises or, like, has its own standalone. Well, there's Reigns and then Her Majesty. Yeah, that's yeah. the second one. Her Majesty. Yeah. Um, so, the, like, with the Game of Thrones one, um, you have, like, achievements that they want you to hit, like, with each character that you play through. And you, they want something to happen and you get, like, a little star. Yeah. And, like, as you do that, you unlock more and more, um, like characters to play through and different stories. But how is the game played? Uh, it's, like it's Tinder. Like, it's like Tinder. So it's like uh, you have like they look like cards and yeah. they kind of look like a uh, like Roblox esque uh, like art. They're Don't like, compare them to that. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying like it's yeah, whatever the character models. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like flattened pop figurines. Then I guess. Uh, <laughs> Go back to Roblox. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, it's just like a card and it has like what's going on on it. And like you, it looks like Tinder, you swipe left or swipe right. Each one has its own decision. And then you have like stats that you have to keep up with. 
and some of them you can like max out but uh and like it'll like kind of refill and some of them like if you have too much of one thing or too little of it then your character will die like yeah, it's just decision making yeah so there are like there are there is like a little leaderboard where like how many uh like different little questions you go through and then there is like achievements but it's not like uh like i guess like you kind of just go until you die still yeah, yeah, I thought so. It's like it's like The Sims, right? Like The Sims has milestones that you want to accomplish. Sure. But eventually it's just going to be over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well the miles like the milestones in Sims is like leveling up. This is just uh like No, I understand that, but I'm saying as far as an end game and accomplishments in the game. Fine, yes, you're right, yeah. Jesus. Okay. I feel like that deserves a mute. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong, today. You're being very unprofessional. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right. I'm fine with that. Sure. Okay. So uh, this week we are going to talk about, oh, I guess like Ryan's going to lead this conversation. I mean, I don't have to. Well, I don't know anything about it, so it's not, it's not going to be me. Okay. Uh, Stadia? Yeah, yeah, Google Stadia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Google Stadia is uh, Google's... Uh, uh, game streaming initiative uh, where the sales pitch the sales pitch is basically that um, no matter what platform you're on um, you're going to be able to play any game offered by their service uh, regardless of you know if you're on a phone on uh, on a on a Chromebook or it basically anything that has that is that is capable of using Google Chrome uh, you'll be able to play video games through it um stream video games through it but you're able to stream video games through yeah. it through uh from their data center uh so they'll handle all the computational shit uh you just have to you just play the game um so they were actually they actually had a, a presentation at uh at this most recent uh GDC uh Phil Harrison uh was the one presenting you may remember him uh most probably most recently and notably from uh being the one who also was doing the present presenting at the uh, prior to the Xbox one launch um, for Microsoft and and uh, you know hopefully hopefully the stadia launch goes better than that one but uh, basically he's uh, he spent a lot of time trying to sell us on um, you know the kind of the things that I went over which is basically you know no matter where you are like you start the game on your on your uh, on your on your Chromebook and you pick up where you left off from your phone. Uh, and he, he made a he made a really big he made a really big point to uh, to reiterate that. Um, like how many times did he reiterate? It? I mean, I wasn't I wasn't counting, but uh, it it's a this he, was a ridiculous presentation today. Yeah. Um, Should I watch it for like entertainment value or no? Well, I yeah, mean, I'd I, watch it for laughs. Yeah, I mean, well, cause <laughs> like, see, here's the thing: is that like, um, I. I don't know that anything that Phil Harrison said about this service um, affected my opinion of it one way or the other. I, I I feel like I kind of had my um, I had my feelings about it already, and because really, it's been rumored for quite yeah. a while now, we know they tested Assassin's Creed last year, yeah. So we knew this was coming, yeah. Um, but the fact of the matter is, is like he he didn't uh, he he. He talked at length about it. He had some other people on stage talking about it, and uh, 
I mean, really, the only thing that's left that's that's left to be seen is how it actually how it will actually work um, in in the marketplace. Um, I don't know. I I have. I think there are a lot of. Oh, Tom, you might need to plug in the computer there. All right, hold on. Since you're getting out, will you also get that brown notebook? No. It's on the bed. Shanae, why didn't you There's just... There's no bed in the studio. <laughs> yeah, we're in the studio. What are you talking about? Also, why didn't you just bring the notebook with you? I forgot it, and I realized it as soon as I sat down and looked in front of me. But Okay. <laughs> I made a mistake. I'm sorry. It's all right. I'll learn from it. I hope so. Thanks, Tom. You're welcome. Um, but I think I think the uh, the this is this is uh, kind of indicative of like everybody's trying to get their get uh, some kind of streaming service out right now, right? Yep. Um, and like we have we have Google with Stadia, then you know Microsoft has has their thing, whatever you know, <clears throat> and then you know PlayStation already had already has been trying it. I mean, this has been going on since the '90s. Yeah, like ever since, like you know, like ga- streaming games yeah. over the internet has been going on since the '90s. Sega Channel, sure, yeah. Satellaview. Yeah. Um, and I think I think that you know this, like I I have a lot of questions that I don't feel like were answered by anything that that was presented, um, at GDC. And what were your questions? Well, and I think it's, I think these are questions that like most people have which is like how are they going to monetize this uh that's not not a question we know the answer to that um how how are they going like and what's, wh- what's the answer to that question at gdc they showed developers how they could bake ads into their games right but like that's but obviously like that's obviously going to be something that like everybody hates ads right so there's going to be there's that's not going to be the end all right yeah but i mean that's how google makes most of their money is sure ads. that's how google makes most of their money but at the same time especially when it comes like their other the other platform that they own uh youtube they offer a they offer a subscription plan to eliminate ads so are we so is there is there a possibility that there's going to be a stadia subscription it's possible uh they've shown no they've shown no signs they've given us reason to believe that this is not a subscription thing yeah if you, like if you watch the presentation and they're showing the whole YouTube integration, mm-hmm. they say you're watching your favorite YouTuber play a game and you can click this button to buy this game. And there's no, that's another thing. That's another thing too. One of the things I had uh, a hard my like I don't know a lot about computing or computers <laughs> or any of that shit. Right? Computation. I don't know anything about computations. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I had a, I had a really hard time wrapping my mind around is. Uh, the idea of watching someone play a video game on YouTube, yeah, and then being able to uh, go to that point in the game and yeah. start playing it, like I'm, I'm, I'm sure that there are people, there are people smarter than me who know more about this shit than I do, who can easily explain how that works. Mm-hmm. But I just like I saw it and I watched it, like I kept, I watched it and I watched it and I watched it and I just, I don't get it. It's literally just creating a save state right there, and then you pick up from that point. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, but um, but okay. And also, what does this mean for uh, 
Like, because, like, I I feel like this is, uh, like, because we have other storefronts. We have storefronts. Like, we already have, like, the, uh, like, you know, Epic going up against uh, a Valve uh, with their with their storefront. And then we have, uh, and I'm, I'm wondering, like, is there any point, like, is there any point at which the games that are released on Stadia, because I, I imagine Google is going to try to get some exclusive releases on this thing. I mean, yeah, they've got first-party developers now. Right. Jade Raymond. Right. So, at any can I at any point can I own my game? I think that really depends on how I define ownership. Yeah, because like a lot of people like to say, like Inside Gaming did a interesting episode this week about ownership of digital goods, right? And whether you're there's a difference between the term own and license, right? You know. Um, it just depends on how you look at that and terms of service, whether you're getting something on steam or, uh, the Epic store or whatever that might be PSN, right? Right. There are terms of service, the terms of services that are defined by the platform holder, Mm -hmm. but there are also terms of service that are defined by the publisher. Right. So like EA games, right? Every digital license for any EA game is just that, a license. And if you read the terms of service, it says that you do not own that game. Right. They said something like they could they could change or discontinue this uh, access to the game at any point. Right. So it really depends on how you look at it. And if, if this does turn out to be a streaming thing versus a digital purchase thing, right? Um, the only language that, that they've used implies purchasing. Right. But I don't know. Um, I've got a lot of opinions on this. And they are mostly negative. Yeah. Uh, I think that the whole save state thing is probably the coolest thing about it. Sure. Um, it's not something I'd ever want to use, but I could see it being very useful for like speedrunners, Right. Um, and just people who want to fuck around with things. It's similar to like the, uh, the uh, Nintendo, the NES library on Switch with like the fucking Zelda special and stuff like that. Right. That's all that is, is picking up from a certain save point. I don't know. Um, like- I don't know. It seems like something that could also be useful to like. I don't know. Like, you want to feel like you're playing a game with your like your favorite streamer. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, and they've also got the whole thing where like Shanae's streaming a game, and I'm watching Shanae, and I'm her number one super fan. She's like, "Okay, guys, we're gonna lobby up, right? And if I am on Stadia, it's super easy for me to connect with Shanae. Like, that's cool stuff. Yeah. Um. That's where the positives really end for me. Sure. And like, I know a lot of people are really excited for this. But yeah. I just think that there's no reason to be. And you know me, like, over the past couple of years, I went from hun- owning hundreds of physical games to owning almost none. I'm almost completely digital now, right. you know? Um, that doesn't bother me outside the obvious uh, obvious thing of, like, licenses being lost, right? Sure. Games being delisted. Like, that bothers me. Um, but if it's, not, if it's not a subscription service and you are actually buying the license, then technically you should still have the ability to play those games. Right. For as long as those data centers hold up. Right. Um, I think the presentation was bad, and a lot of people that I've talked to about are like, well, it's GDC, it's not E3. And I understand that, but if I was a developer, I'd still think this was bad. Yeah, well, like at GDC, you're presenting to other developers. You're presenting to developers and investors. And if I was was either, I would not be happy with this. Sure. Um, The guy that... Google CEO comes out first. He was the first person on stage. Right. And the first thing he says is, I don't really play video games. Sure. That's that's a good thing to start with. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I thought about that talk was... Talk about your video game platform. Like, 
even if you don't, that's a foolish thing to say. Yeah, and I, you know? I and I just I don't <laughs> so foolish. I, I I don't think that one. I don't think it was a useful piece of information to disclose. Uh, and I think yeah. and I think that if anything, it it hurts confidence in the quality of this product. Um, another thing that really got to me is they kept putting forth like theoretical things, right? Uh, like more than once they said, imagine, because, you know, you're not confined to one uh, piece of hardware, right? Right. right. So you could scale to whatever a developer wants to make. Well, a developer want, one wants to make what there is the most of, right? If more people own a Switch, they're going to make a Switch game or something that can run on Switch, right. right? So Google's dream of this, what they said, imagine a thousand player battle royale game. Why as a developer would I ever make that if I cannot sell that on an Xbox or a PlayStation or whatever else, right? right? Because they can't run it. Right. Why would I do that? Um, and like they continued with that sort of language. Imagine this, right? In the future, we will be 8K. When they say this, the word future is on the screen behind the guy. You know, like, yeah, in the future, we'll be 8K. Sure, in the future, I imagine all platforms will be 8K. Sure. And also, uh, it's, it's, it's weird <laughs> language to use when your platform... Have 4K. It's weird language to use when your platform is launching this year. It's weird language to use when at GDC, people who had hands-on with Stadia, uh, what they were saying was running 1080p 60, saw significant frame rates and significant drops in resolution. Right. You know, that's the product in a controlled environment. They were having problems with it. Yeah. Right. That's already been reported. Um, so that's the thing. My other thing is like, there's been plenty of companies that have tried it, right? Satellaview failed on live failed. Like they, the list goes on and on. Gaikai failed. I mean, not failed. It's still there, but like how much money is it actually making? How many people actually use that service? Right. You know, I was an on live ambassador when that first launched and like, it was ridiculous, you know? Now, granted, network speeds have come a long way since then. Sorry. Uh, but we're still not there. But I, I think we could be there. I think the United States is still not there. Right. Um, because we've seen this work. We've seen it work well. And even in the States, we've seen it work well. Um, but not on a large scale. They had weird language about... PlayStation 4 is this many teraflops. Xbox One is that many teraflops. And Stadia is going to be more than both of them combined. Well, that's great, but it should be more than both of them combined because those are two consoles that are about to end. Right. Those aren't the new consoles, you know? Right. And also to uh, foregone conclusion, because neither of those boxes is harnessing the computing powder, powder, powder yeah. the computing power that Google has access to. And well, that's the other thing. Google very much likes to toot their own horn, talking about the you know, this is possible with Google because they have the largest network. Right. Google actually has the third largest network. Amazon is first. Microsoft is second. Google is behind both of those, and Microsoft is planning to do the same thing. Um, I just there's there's so many things about it that are just like I've I have no reason to be excited for this. You know, and they didn't, there are so, there are so many, like, one, there are so many red flags about this, uh, and two, there's just like, 
especially with the way that they talk about it, like all of it is just so nebulous and, you know, uh, and ab- and they speak of it in abstract so often that it's just like, like, and I, and again, I understand that this was a GDC presentation and I'm not a developer, I'm not an investor, but if I were an investor, um, you're, t- you're telling me to invest in something that like, I have no idea when I will receive returns on this. Well, and Google consistently does this, right? If I was an investor, I would not invest in anything Google related. Right. Uh, you know, think about Google Plus and Google Hangouts is about to die. Sure. YouTube Red gone. Right. Uh, you know, if you, have you guys ever heard of the site uh, Killed by Google? No. Killed by Google is a website that literally all it is is one page and a list of products like this that Google has started and then stopped. And there are well over a hundred products on that, on that list. I I have no reason to believe that they're going to try to support this. So, you know, um, other than Gmail and Google as a search engine and Chrome and YouTube, like that's it. Yeah. You know? Um, so what we were, what we were told is that it's launching at the end of the year uh, and then they'll have more for us this summer, like yeah. more information for us this summer. Um, I, I, I sat there and I, I sat there listening to that. I'm like, like what, what more do I need to know about this thing? Well, I think the other big worry is that they're doing this at GDC. And the reason they're doing this at GDC is to get people to develop for it. Right. Yeah, right. That's the whole point. For something that's coming out this year, you probably should have had SDKs in developers' hands two years ago. Right. You know, which we know they have for like some people, like Ubisoft obviously has it, Bethesda obviously has it. But that's the other thing, right? The guy's like, he's like, we, how do you kick off blah, 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 blah? You do it with Doom Eternal. And they show Doom Eternal, right? But it's, a, it's an environment screen mm-hmm. with zero character models on it. Right. No gameplay. Right. Like, that's that looks great. That's how you kick off 4K streaming. Like, I, I don't know. That does not inspire confidence, especially yeah. when we're talking about a game. Like, because I think that a lot of this, a lot of the problems, like, so the game that they used to test this thing out uh, was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Right. Uh, and I feel like you can hide a lot of the problems that this platform has in a game like Assassin's Creed. You can hide latency in it for sure. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? They they couldn't hide it well enough at GDC. Now imagine trying to hide those same problems in a game that is as fast paced as Doom. Yeah. It yeah. Just, it just Or a fighting game or right. a puzzle game or whatever else right. it might be, right? Like And that's another thing too, is like you're gonna you like who I think that if this does uh I think that if if this thing does, you know, establish itself, then it's gonna establish itself um for a specific subset of a video game players right because right because like there's there's a there's a there's a there's specific subsets of video game players who do not play video games on playstation now because there are technological limitations that prevent them from playing the kind of video games that they want to play well and you know i mean it's a good point right and like when i first saw this presentation immediately i was hard out right and like as the week went on i tried to think about it more and more it, it kind of reminds me of Labo in a way, right? Like Labo was announced and a bunch of people shat all over it. And my argument was like, well, it's not for you, right. you know? And like, well, maybe Stadia is just not for me, right? But like, 
is it for then? It's for it's for the person who has a TV that happens to have Chromecast on it, and they don't want to buy a console, but hey, there's something there that they can play. And I get that, but their previous behavior shows that they won't support this, you know? Um, and it shows that that audience is not big enough, right? Because I think Google Hangouts probably has a bigger audience than Stadia could ever have. Yeah. And they're ending that this year, right. you know? Yeah, I've used Google Hangouts. Yeah. Yeah, but Google Hangouts also has it has room for more applications than a dedicated platform like Stadia would have. Right. Yeah. Um, My, yeah, I'm like, as somebody who didn't watch it and like I'm only like getting the information y'all are saying. Yeah. Like, I deal with uh, like issues uh, with regarding streaming quite often with my job. And just knowing the difficulties that people have on like their laptops and yeah. computers with like something that isn't like this. Yeah. Uh, that like, I mean, as far as like the requirements for what like I deal with uh, and what like I help people out with is going to be much lower than this. Well, yeah, because a video file that you stream doesn't have to worry about input. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, and, I'm, and I'm just like thinking about. All and even with video files, right? Like watching a movie in 4K on Netflix is not the same as watching a 4K Blu-ray. The 4K Blu-ray is better quality because it doesn't have to be streamed. Right. Yeah. You know? Um, so, yeah. I mean, even there, there's limitations. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I was, I mean, the like the, like, join your favorite streamer and play, like, the same game. That seems like something that would be pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. But, like, Twitch already offers, like, similar things to that. Really? You know? It's not, like, it's not the same as, like, uh, I can just jump in with you, but I mean, okay. I could if you set up a private li lobby. Like Melch has done that shit, but like okay. it's it's uh like they they did this thing where like they they showed this thing where um they showed a couple of things uh, that I think people could get some use out of. Like one of them is like I'm stuck at this part in the video game, and then you just ask Google, how do I get past this thing, and then it'll bring up the most relevant results to where you are in that game, and you can use one of those things, right? Like that that's kind of cool, but like which, but then again, I could just never mind. But uh, it's also like it's only a matter of time before it brings up because what it's doing is bringing up a video right. of where it thinks you are in the game. Right. Um, it's gonna bring up shit that you're not wanting to see. Right. You know. Uh, because like the the what they what they used for that example was Tomb Raider, right? And yeah. so like. And for some reason, the old Tomb Raider, not the new one. You know the reason, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like this says, how do I get past this tomb? Uh, and uh, what I remember of that Trumator is a lot of those tombs look very similar on the inside. Right. And I could imagine I'm going to get some answers about a tomb that I'm not in. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we'll, we'll see how that works. But then there, the, what I did <clears throat> think was cool was that, like, you could um, like, let's say there's like a section of a video game. Right. Yeah. And you want to be like. Hey, I, guess, I bet you guys can't beat my time for this section. Here's a link to this part of the game, and people can just click that link, and they can go to that section of the game, and they can try to beat your time or whatever it is you right. want to do. So I thought that was neat, right? And here's the thing: is that I don't, I don't ever want any like new technology or new product to fail. Like I would love to be, I would love to be excited about it because I like the idea of new things, right? Sure. But at the same time, it's just like I'm having a hard time, like feeling 
any modicum of excitement. And so are developers, and they need this. the developers, you know? Like, I don't know if you've seen, like, the GC stuff after that conference, right? But, like, at their booth, they had, like, the guy in the Pac-Man suit. Like, do you remember this when they, they did, like, the whole texture mapping thing? Yeah. They're like, here's the Pac-Man texture. Ooh, it looks so cool, yeah. right? So there's a guy in a fucking Pac-Man's, like, textured suit. So fucking dumb. And developers, by the way, are already coming out and saying, I would never put that in my game yeah. you know not just the pac-man thing but like any random overlay that google's making fuck that like you don't make games that way you make games by make having original art yeah they were you know? they, they, it was basically like here's the overlay and just just like apply it to your whole game and just yeah. just go which is like your whole game can be hideous yeah. like a <laughs> great yeah i'll just and like and even even still right you it just seems like it seems like, uh, as somebody who's not a developer, I would say that based on what I know about developers, creative control is a really huge deal. And I think that the idea of handing that over to the platform holder seems just, it seems like it would not be appealing. Well, and it could be for smaller developers, right? Like, think about the people that are making games for, like, phones, sure. right? Um not all of them, obviously, but a lot of them, right, are right. not using original assets. Right. Anybody that puts out an MV game is typically not using original assets. Some of them are. Most of them are not. Right. Um, and you find those games on PlayStation or on Steam or whatever, right? Right. But, like, is that the standard that you want for your new product? Sure. I, I don't know. Yeah, I still can't, like... You want that in 8K? Like, that's what you want? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, just... I feel like this... I feel like it's not like it's not gonna be good for a lot of Apple users, like because with uh, a lot of Apple devices, if you if your software is like even a little bit behind, yeah, you can't update Chrome to like the latest in like the latest updates. Yeah, sure. And like I don't know, I just like I'm still stuck on like who exactly is this for? It's for people who don't have access to high end hardware and want to play video games. But yeah. even then, like, you would need, like, at least decent hardware. No, or, you like, wouldn't. Not with this. No, because you're, not, you're not using your hardware. The, the biggest piece of hardware that you need with this is a good wireless card, assuming you're going wireless. Yeah. That's, what you know. uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, most people that, like, that I think would buy this, it would, it would be wireless, and, like, their Wi-Fi may not be, like, if they don't have the best, like, great equipment. Yeah, like, so they put up, like, what speeds they recommend and what speeds are capable of running this, right? And I don't remember what they are exactly, but I know mine, like, blew it out of the water, sure. right? Like, but, this, like, like in a controlled environment, they were having issues with it. I mean, the, so, the, the speed <laughs> requirements aren't insane, right? But, like, at the same time, you know, the speed requirements on... PlayStation Now aren't insane yeah, either. Yeah, it works. Like, it, <laughs> that's like not what can, you want, yeah, but it works. Like, you can play the game. Yeah, you know, but like, it's not ideal. And this isn't going to be. This isn't. And like, the the the, the biggest thing is that they position this as a means of replacing consoles and the need for high end PCs to play your video games. Yeah. Um, and that's not going to happen. Yeah, at least not any time. This decade. And a lot of people don't seem to understand because Xbox isn't as big as Google. Microsoft is pretty big and their network is technically better. Yeah. They have a better chance of making this work. At least right now they do. Right. You know. Yeah. I'm seeing like 20 to 30 megabits per second. Right. Which is not a lot. Yeah. That's it's a, not a lot. That's and technically at GDC it was running. Right. right. During their presentation it looked great. 
when they showed Assassin's Creed and he switched from the TV to the tablet to all that shit, looked fine. Yeah. Right. Uh, but like at actual GDC at their booth, uh, Easy Allies reported having frame rate issues and resolution issues. Uh, fucking Eurogamer reported the same thing. Like, you know. Yeah. Uh, so the most, as I would say that as a consumer, the most attractive prospect of this is be the ability or the having the option of offloading all of that, uh, all of the comp- all the computation to someone else so that you can play the video game and not have to worry about having like good hardware at all. Yeah. Um, but you know, you know that you know that being said, I mean, I do think like this is where gaming is going to end up. I mean, I do think this is what's going to happen. It is going to happen. Not, not yet. Gonna, it's not going to happen right now. Yeah. Um. And then I, you know, I I think that you know when when we arrive at that future, um, there will be people with more attractive options than what Google is offering. Yeah, and it, you know, to your point, like this is something I want to work. Yeah. I don't like everything about it, but like. My computer is dead right now. Yeah. I would love if I could just stream those games, you yeah. know, and it actually have it be as good. The idea, you know? the, like, I like the idea, right? <clears throat> I like the idea of, like, back when On Live was first, like, back when I first heard about On Live, I was like, dude, that sounds awesome. Yeah, me too. I was psyched. Yeah. But oh, and they're going to let me be an ambassador? By the way, they would have let anybody be an ambassador, <laughs> you know? You didn't uh, know that at the time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the the idea is cool. The idea of being able to stream video games to any piece of hardware that you own, uh, no matter where you are, that's a really cool idea. This was a bad attempt at a proof of concept. Yeah. Um, I think that in the next <clears> few <throat> years we'll see, th- we'll see these things progress. Um, but I don't imagine, I, am, I imagine that, well, I, I'll just say this. Um, when I saw, when I saw Phil Harrison on the stage, I was, that was a big, I was like, uh Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. It's like people point to things like Satellaview and, yeah. and say, well, that worked fine. Right. And that was decades ago, but like you're talking about streaming BS Zelda versus, you know, doom, right. Eternal, you know, like that's a big difference. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So, uh, any like closing thoughts on it? I just like a lot of people that I've talked to are like, why are you so negative on this? And I just convince me otherwise put in the comments. What is good about this? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Same for you, Ryan. Basically. Yeah. Um, y'all made me actually want to watch the, uh, like conference on it. So you can find like a, a bunch of like, uh, what's the word? Uh, condensed versions of the presentation. Like you can find like Stadia presentation in five minutes. Yeah. It's a shit show. Like it's not as bad as like Konami's conference, but it's a shit show. <laughs> yeah. All right. So for our game this week, uh, it's going to be all about voice actors. Uh Oh, I don't know any of those. Uh, I know I some, th- we I need th- Sandy. Sandy knows a lot of them. Yeah. I try to pick famous ones. Call Sandy on that thing. <laughs> so, uh, because I didn't know like how knowledgeable y'all were, okay. I have where I I can just say the games that they're in, and you can guess what like all game all these games have in common. Okay. Or I can also say the character they voice act in the game as well. I don't quite understand, but okay. So how do I just start with the games themselves? And if y'all have no clue, then I'll start saying who they are in each game. Okay. So, uh, Batman: The Telltale Games. Troy Baker. Uh, Last of Us. Troy Baker. 
Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you go? Why did you say the second one? <laughs> uh, just to see if he would change his answer, but he w- obviously didn't. So one point to Tom. So Halo Two, Saints Row, uh, Saints Row Two, and Saints Row Four. Oh God, I have no idea. Mass Effect. Uh, Jen three, Taylor. Three and two. Am I right or wrong? Wrong. Oh, Keith David. There you go. Okay. All right. He's more of an actor than a voice actor, but sure. Sure. You ever see Tales from the Hood too? I did. Oh no, not the, not the second one. I didn't know that existed. Pretty good. <laughs> I saw the first one like not yeah. that long ago. Yeah, you should you should watch that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 uh it's pretty good. <laughs> this is a uh, voice act- actress. They uh, still prefer to be called actors. Yeah. All right. Well, I was trying to give you a hint. My apologies. Okay. It's flight attendant, not stewardess. Yeah. Uh, so. Metal Gear Solid series. David Ma- Hayter. Mass Effect 1 through 3. Halo 4. And then Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. What's her, what's that lady's name? <laughs> Fuck. Dom DeLuise. No. Oh, you're going to say it and I'm going to know it. So in... Uh, Metal Gear Solid series. She plays Emma Emmerich and Naomi Hunter. Blonde lady, right? The yeah. fuck is her name? No, she's not. I mean, she may have been blonde at one point. Okay, well then, no, it's not her. Uh, so in Halo Four, she played Sarah Palmer. I don't know who that is. I don't play Halo. Yeah. Uh, so I'm Mass not a fucking dork. In Mass Effect uh one through three she played she did the voice acting for female commander shepherd i don't play mass effect same answer yeah because he's not a fucking dork jennifer hale i don't know who that is uh she's a voice actor well we inferred that by the context of this game all right uh so the original god of war series saints row one tc carson Is Living Single on that list? Because he's on that show. <laughs> is he really? Yeah, he, he, he plays Kyle. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I, I follow ha- him on Instagram. I also had Star Wars Battlefront 2 and Clippers. Okay, but did we just like even out or did Ryan win? Uh, Ryan has two. You have one from that. Okay. Okay. So. Falling behind here, guys. Yeah. Well, well we so- still don't even know what we're playing toward, Tom. Like, she hasn't. A bottle told- of whiskey. So, so well, that's the surprise for both of us because we're going to share it anyway. That is true. So we share our whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I not mean, with you. Yeah. <laughs> you proving that you can't handle it. So I'm not the one who smashed my finger in a door and then lost my fingernail. I don't remember that. I don't remember that either. <laughs> I, we, roll back the tapes. We have finger watch. Finger gate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, um, like Tommy said, if you are excited about Stadia uh, or if you're not, let us know in our comments or reach out to us. That on sounds it. like an artificial sweetener. Yeah, it does. It, I always think Pokemon Stadia. Yeah. Because <laughs> I had a trouble remembering the name for like a week. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad name. Yeah. Bad logo. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this has been the Save New Podcast. That's Tom- Tommy Shelby. Goodbye. Ryan Robinson. Bye. And I'm Shanae Howard. Bye, guys.